Hey guys, welcome to episode 62 of CMD Towers oh Brews and Builds. I'm Mr. Com number five, and my fellow host, whose birthday known around Kansas City as the Phyrexian Rebirth, Big Tuck. Hey. Uh, some people would call it Cocoon Day. I've heard it mentioned as. I've, I've been wished a happy Spawn Day in my past. Uh, that was actually a joke that we had on uh, <coughs> with a friend. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm kind of getting verklempt here. Uh, I lied. I do have bits left, right, and center. But uh, that's what we called my friend, who I think was he was somewhere from Eastern Europe. So we're like, "Happy Spawn Day, Nev!" Oh great friend. Uh, we were great friends then too. But how? So, Mister Combo, I gotta ask. You're looking a little worn now. No, I'm not. Maybe a little ill. Oh my god! You do have a gash in your on your lips, yeah. which is true. But how are you, sir? Oh, I'm all right. I'm, I'm good. Uh, soul have a melted hole in my deck. What do you? How are you gonna fix that? I mean, just put new two by fours. There. Do, you, do you have to replace the long one, like you were saying? Mm -hmm. Oh really? no, the, the one on the bottom. The Godfather believes I can just put braces on each side. I don't believe that'll work, <laughs> mainly because he told me the same thing on my couch, and I did it, and that cracked. But how did so, so? How did you fix the hole that you stomped through? That was just, uh, you could just replace so the wood, right? Yeah, I uh, Godfather found a random piece of wood in my backyard, nailed it in or screwed it in. Sure. Worked fine. So, are you worried that if you don't do this structural structurally sound, that you could just now stomp through your deck willy nilly whenever you potentially over? I don't know. Are you willing to take that risk though? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, Who knows? I, 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 I gotta I keep the bit up. I gotta keep destroying my yeah, deck. Yeah, this deck will be destroyed. Uh, also, great to be here IRL for two weeks in a row. Nah. Yeah, I know. Listen, I know you like your screens. and I, 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 like, I, like, I like taking my poop like a minute before I start. Just to get it out of here. Are Just you to get it all out. Do I make you nervous? A little bit. I, you're uh, not but wrong. I, do, I do enjoy <laughs> eating my 16 inches. I brought that tradition back. I know. I, that was I, nice. I figured it was either going to be that or uh, what were the ones, the taquitos? You're on Ooh. those. You're on those for a while, the and Buffalo then you would chicken. be the one taking the ha the bathroom break halfway through, <laughs> if, if if I remember correctly. Because that does run through you like lava. Dude, you might as well. It's like some of that food, like a Philly cheesesteak. That I always make the joke where it's if you have if you buy that, you might as well just go throw it in the toilet. <laughs> like there's no point in even eating it. Uh, oh, so last last bit on food news. Uh, I had broccoli cheddar soup from Panera on Saturday. Okay, it was war zone <laughs> wait was this after you left this is after i left i picked it up before my activity on saturday night and i it was like it took me dangerous it took me through like what most people would call church <laughs> on like sunday morning <laughs> that's what that's how bad i felt it was horrible did you and, still make your event yeah oh yeah I was at home, but oh, okay. uh, so but the difference is, I think the problem came in. They were out of bread bowls, so I didn't have that bread to like soak up the grease. Uh, kind of like how greasy this bit is. Jeez, uh, don't even know where to go from there. Other than the fact that me and Tuck, as soon as we wrap this up, we're gonna go watch the 40th anniversary of Empire oh, 40, Strikes yeah. Back I'm on the big screen. Very excited, especially because the price you can't beat it. Free. Now here's my question. Now that we're in IRL. I don't know if I can turn my neck because I just worked out today, but if I were you're so yoked. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's like a, it's like that cloud guy, right? Or maybe the one who's like the Cobra. You're talking about the Michelin man? No, 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 no. Have oh. you seen that guy who's got the big neck and some of the jokes on him where like he could gargle peanut butter? It's incredible. <laughs> um, no, but so I'm worried that I feel like we came down here alone as we normally are. No. We're not, we're not alone. We're not alone. So is, Literally, is, Godfather, he, down, is Godfather down here? No. There's someone... Ah! We're not, who is that? Identify yourself before I get up because I can't. Hi. Oh, it's the Joker. 
Visiting Harvey Dent? Hi. Hey, I've always been told Hi. I have that, that Joker smile. Yeah, you do. Uh, okay, that was... Uh, that was a rough one. That, that was a rough bit. I, uh, you that's, know, that's what you call sweaty. Was, you made me sit all the way over here for that. Yeah, I sure did. That was it, that was dripping. With I'm sweat. moving right now. Screw all this. Right, come on, come on over. Screw all right. Well, thanks for tuning into the episode, and always with that manolith commentary from the Rich Chaos Records <laughs> Studio is Squee McGee. For those playing the home game, I had to set up two microphones for that bit, not knowing what it was, That's and okay. I regret I'd it. I'd say it was worth it. I'd I say, regret I'm it. I'm so used to the like the radio bit, like we're like we're in communist Russia on like pirate radio when we normally record. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, like this new, I, like I gotta figure it out. I thought I could lead in with the workout thing because you guys know I'm always sore. I don't know. Yeah. I am sweating. Though. I mean, it's just usually your forearm is sore from <laughs> that d- workout. How dare you? Uh, Handling not- those 16 inches, as Mr. Yeah, Combo exactly. said so aptly a few minutes ago. From shuffling my decks, you mean? Yeah, <laughs> or exactly. Or is it shuffling my decks? Because uh, I have 50 <laughs> of them now. Deck. Deck. Not, not Mr. Combo's deck with a hole in it. Not your deck with cards in it. I'll leave it at that. What other kind of decks are there? Yeah. Use your imagination. Oh, like one cylindrical con- decks. One that's got concrete. Uh, that that's makes it. sense. Yeah, that's uh-huh. that makes sense. Yep. Concrete decks. Yep, absolutely. Anyways, hard. Hi, everybody. <laughs> oh, we're off the rails. This oh, is God. going great. Oh, uh, pee in the person. <laughs> so, Squee, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Uh, having a pretty decent week here. It's actually beautiful outside. The neighbors, other than you know, I was this is my day to sleep in that I'm not working in the mornings and they decided to show up at 7.45 in the morning It cut down the biggest tree in the neighborhood. Oh, you mean a normal time where that, people do work? Oh yeah, that's right. That is not no, a I'm, normal I'm, time. I don't already have an hour and a half clock. <laughs> I'm, I'm still working on a petition to get normal work hours changed from 8 to noon. And For some reason when he said petition, my mind went to potato. And I was oh, like, I why thought, are you trying to get a potato? I thought, I thought you were going to say, I thought you were like, why were you referencing my Zuri deck? <laughs> Quite frankly. That would have been funnier. <laughs> if a potato gets us there where I don't have to show up to work till noon, Done. I will do whatever I need. You just have to show up with a... See, Collective, if you learned anything from Bruce and Build today, that if you just show up with a potato late to work, everything is fine. I'm talking baked potato with sour cream in it already, and you got to carry it in your hands because it's hot, so you have to punish yourself for being be late. a baked potato with all the condiments uncooked in the potato. I'm confused. It's like, because I don't... Like, normally when people are like, oh, I wish I could sleep in later, you're like, well, then you're living the vampire lifestyle. But I don't think that's it. Like, I think you're you're... The way you deal with time and your sleep schedule and your day structure defies even mythological creature status. It's very strange. I don't understand. I go to bed at three or four and then I wake up at eleven or noon and I get a normal eight hours of sleep. Right, That's but wrong. I'm saying like if you were a vampire, you'd you'd like work the late shift and then hang around and then sleep through the day. You don't do that. You're in this like oh, it's a daywalker. It's like Blade, but more vampire because he's not even out during the day. Yeah, as long as it's afternoon, then I can go out in the sun. But if it's before noon, then my skin burns. Well, if you guys want to find out more ways to potentially protect Squeeze skin from those UV rays um, and all the content we put out, you should go over to our sponsor, LoveOneGameShop.com. Uh, they sell all the different board game accessories that you need, including everything you need from a Magic the Gathering perspective, sealed product, singles, all the good stuff. Uh, they're the ones that give you guys those sweet monthly giveaways, so you should definitely go hook them up. 
If you would like to put some dollars in our pockets, cha-ching, uh, you could have it on our Patreon, patreon.com slash cmdtower. Uh, we have four different pledge levels, and rewards vary from always getting access to the Discord and becoming an official part of the collective, which that does come with your collective tattoo. Uh, we have not given out a single one yet. We will be doing a cross-country road trip ac- across the United States and Canada to give out those tattoos. Yes. By the way, I feel like the Discord is really, it's back. Like, I think we're back, it is, yeah. it is on fire recently. People I, I are all track. over it. It's, it's, it's a lot. So. I, I can tell when it's back when I get overwhelmed by how many messages there are just flying through the Discord and I can't keep up with them and all. And we only have like 31, 32 patrons total. And then we have the different content creators that are in there. So there's maybe 40 people in our Discord versus the one Discords that other content creators like have that thousands? have like thousands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you keep track of anything? I, I don't know. I, now, please go out there and support yeah, our We love it. Yeah. I love when I'm overwhelmed by the messages. Um, and we are still running it because uh, we are still in October. As long as you join the Squeeze Choir now through the end of the year, uh, $15 for the shipping, and you're going to get a CMD Tower holiday sweater. And yes, it is Jund. Ooh. We're only doing the one. Yes. Excellent. Great choice. Uh, now, if you can't support us from a monthly perspective, but you would still like to get some of the sweet swag, and if we have any holiday sweaters left around after we've hooked up the patrons, um, you can over to our website, cmdtower.com slash merch. Uh, we have everything on there. Of course, being a patron, you get first crack at everything, and it's a little bit cheaper. Uh, but you know what? Sometimes you're part of the squeeze choir, but you want a playmat. Well, you can just go buy a playmat. Sure. Um, and we still have five more spots left uh, for the random giveaways for our first 10 orders. So please. Please go do it. And yes, you can actually use PayPal. I promise it works. And of course, every episode we do, you want to give a big shout out to Pink Royal. And hey, stay tuned until the end so you guys can get details on how you can win that EDH Zendikar Rising Deck Bundle. So Bruise and Builds is our deck tech series. Since we conquered the path to 32, we've moved on to the endless themes that EDH can bring us. Each month will be a new theme, and we correlate how these decks are constructed similar to how a beer is brewed. So we broke it down into four different categories. The first one's Ramp and Setting Your Board State. That's Grains. Yes, and Grains are the foundation of a beer. They include both base malts and specialty malts, usually about a 60 to 40 ratio. This helps with the color, taste, and most importantly, the alcohol content of a beer. Decks always need ways to grow, stabilize, and ramp into your bigger threats, and just like a grain profile, they're usually a mix of staples and specialty cards. The next is going to be, how does your board interact with the rest of the board? That's called hops. And hops uh, give the beer its patented bitterness and herbal floral flavors. They grow in a variety of strands and help distinguish subcategories like IPAs. Our hop choices help clear and interact with the board so your deck can do what it wants. And then the next is going to be, how does your deck actually close out and win games? We call that yeast. Which I think this is one that it's got the most in like a while for me. There's a lot of options yeah. in there. And because you, you even have stuff in your grains and hops that are yeah, that very yeast. Yeah, exactly. But I had to have something in there that wasn't just sickness. <laughs> Uh, yeast are <laughs> microorganisms that eat the sugar from the grain and poop out alcohol and CO2. It adds alcohol content and carbonation. Without yeast, you'd be drinking flat sugar water. And without yeast cards, your deck wouldn't meet the goal of actually winning the game. And then, in theory, this whole deck could be shenanigans. Yes. Pet card synergies that are in the deck that are just kind of fun. We call that spice. And not every beer has them, but spices and other additives help separate a normal stock beer from a specialty one. It could be the pepper that turns a stout into a jalapeno stout, or the addition of hops that turn IPA into a double IPA. Not every deck has something that makes it pop, but if it does, this is where we generally talk about it. And then to seal off the episode, we have bottle capping. There's going to be Big Tucks and I's cuts and recommendations to the deck that are under $5, under 50 bucks, and a no-budget recommendation. The only restriction is no mana-only lands, which this deck could use. Indeed. So, without further ado, let's get brewing. We are continuing our weird mechanic month in October with a very commonly known mechanic, but it just has very little support. 
So we're talking a track says down with the sickness. <laughs> what is that? Is that Godsmack? Disturbed. Thank Disturbed. You. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> I saw them in concert. They were great. Uh, yeah. So this is my this is my Atraxa deck. Um, it's also a spooky deck because it's got like angels and demons and whatnot sort of at the helm. Um, I don't have a lot to say about the building of this deck. Uh, I it was part of my like rush to thirty two, and I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> Not even your rush to thirty two. Rush to thirty two. I was like so close, and I was like, okay, infect. <laughs> it's got to be. I was like, pre con, pre con, pre con. Yeah, I think this is right after Tice gave me. I got the Tice bundle, so I had all this like. You know, I gotta interject here. All the crap you give about me, me talking about this box of gold. You talk about Are this you Tice bundle. Me? Tice's bundle is nothing like your box of gold. But he has talked Not- about it in almost every one of our sixty two episodes i mean there's a lot of good stuff in there uh, but also but also it's more of like oh speaking of which tice if you're listening which i know you're not um uh, I, you by the way i gave yeah here we go um i gave uh all that to ultra budget brews oh, for nice cool things so that very was awesome. nice i like uh, it so pretty much i just kind of thought like okay if i was gonna play a dumb format like i don't know modern um, I would probably play Infect just because I like it's kind of glass cannony. Yeah. Um, Infect is a lot harder, similar to uh, Milling. Mm-hmm. I kind of equate it to Milling, where you're kind of playing with like a lesser life total, but as soon as people suss it out, it's kind of hard to get through. Sure. So um, I had a couple of a couple of things in here. Um, <clears throat> it's I I since we I built this right before I think we started the podcast because remember it was a gray day at Ward Parkway. <laughs> Which rhymes. And um, And that every day at Ward Parkway? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Um, And looking on it, uh, probably use a few more lands. Well, why don't we actually read what the commander is and does? Uh, (laughs) You can't do it from memory? Believe me, he did not wear his glasses. I'm sure because it's it's like keyword soup dump. So Traxa's Praetor's Voice is a green, a white, a blue, and a black for a 4-4 legendary creature. And what is that? Angel Horror. Igma? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, she's a mythic. And I checked this, finally under $20, which kind of sucks. What? Because it's really? reprint. Yeah, it's been reprinted like two times now. Yep. Uh, at the beginning of your end set, proliferate. So this is a dumb card. <laughs> yep. It's uh, it's great. You guys heard me talk about it in my Super Friends yep. deck. And literally, there are three builds with a track set. It's Infect, it's Super Friends, and then it's just counters. You pick yep. the counter you want. Minus one, plus, plus one, one, charge counter, energy counter, whatever. Whatever you want. Um, So, I don't want to get that much. So, the curve is 338, which isn't horrible. I'm shocked by it. Your color distribution. It a, so, I needs a little work. Just a bit, since half of your deck is black, <laughs> almost. And you're doing the pie. You got yeah. four nice equal uh, chunks of mana. So I saw that. And again, this was before I even thought this was a thing. So I think I found the solution. I think three of the new flip lands from Zendikar would fit into this. And they're pretty budget. So I thought that might be a good way to go with it. Chat with me about those. I may have one. Okay. Um, but before we get on any further, I have a little bit of business to take care of here. I refuse. Uh, so I want to tell you, but this one you're going to like. You said that last week. So um, I just drink Flint, Michigan water. We're having, <laughs> we're, we're having another go around here of Rock Creek Brewing. Um, this is their Sleepy Holler, a very spooky beer. Yeah, um, It's their New England IPA. Uh, it's a really good one. Uh, it's going to be a hot blast, so Mr. Combo's going to hate it. But Mr. Combo. You just said I would like it. There, you're Put on that to. bitter beer face. You're going to like, you're gonna like this bit I'm working on here, okay? okay. So do you remember the card sleeves fiasco from a couple of Novembers ago. 
About the hoop and oh, hole. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, where Big Tuck literally threw a <laughs> fit. <laughs> Excuse me. I uh, you, I could have handled myself a little better. But do you, so? Do you remember what those sleeves were? Yeah. Okay, so those are the sleeves on this deck. Okay. Right? And look at the freaking artwork on this can. Okay, that's kind of cool. Come on, it's dead on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, the sleeves are the Headless Horseman from Warcraft or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, this one has a Headless Horseman on it. So, Mr. Combo, enjoy. I know you won't, but here we are. Got cool. Gone Bay. That yeah, it's cool. great. It's like a carabiner cup. Yeah, it's great for camping. Cheers. Ah! He's not even, he's overacting. No, like that's terrible. Yeah, go right ahead. So anyways, um, I just want to bring that up because I thought it all worked out with the beer. And thank you, Rock Creek, for your recent support. Anyways, um, yeah, it, this is a, what I would call meat and potatoes mm -hmm. infect deck. There's nothing really that I, that I saw in here, which surprises me because usually you do try to do something really creative with your decks. And I'm surprised I didn't see a rigmarole that was just like, Holy bananas! Like, did not see that coming. Yeah, I can't. I think this is. I think this is in like a run of me building like four decks in a row, just being like, okay, I can almost get this. I have the cards available. I'm just gonna do it. Um, so Fair. I, you know, I'm I'm hoping to. I'm wide open to changing it around a little bit. Well, uh, let's go ahead and get into this. Then we'll start with that rampant grains. Uh, Big Tuck, why don't you kick it off? All What's right, your so first card? This was a card I had a really hard time um, putting into a slot because it's it's a little sweaty. Um, but I like it. So we're actually going to be talking about a card from Battle Bond, Generous Patron. Patron. Yeah! yeah! I know, I was like looking up for the thumbs up. So uh, it's two colors and a green for a rare, a 1-4 Elf Advisor. It's $2.15. So not fair. I have to type notes. Uh, Generous Patron. Um, when it enters the battlefield, support two, <clears throat> uh, which basically means put a plus one, plus one counter on each of up to two other target creatures. Um, and then it says whenever you put one or more counters on a creature you don't control, draw a card. So in theory, what you would do is ETB, you put a couple plus one counters out there on creatures you don't control, you draw two cards. The way that I would play this, like the degenerate scumbag I am, is put them on my creatures, don't draw any cards, but then I start proliferating these negative counters and infect counters, and then maybe I'm drawing eight at the end of yes. turn, ten at the end of turn. Exactly. Um, I I just now realize that the support mechanic is any creature, not once you just control. It's yep. like, oh, so it's kind of like a bad divination. Uh, but usually it's meant for that purpose, right? Like, it's because your infect creatures are dealing damage in the form of minus one, minus one counters. Yep. You draw a bunch of cards. I think the first time I played this a million years ago, this card draw, drew me like 12. Nice. And I had a bunch of blockers or something. Um, then you peripherate and go from there. So, yeah. So, this is like, I like I really wanted to put this into Spice. I originally had this in Spice. Then I was like, it's kind of a hops card. <laughs> but then I was like, it's actually more of a grain. And there's nothing else to talk about in grain. So I think this would be a card that would I think it's a card that's really cool. I just don't know what other deck would be great in. Yeah, so I think the only thing you have to be careful about though with this card is that in theory, if this deck is doing what it's supposed to, you got lots of counters out there on creatures. Right. And it's not a May ability on the draw. Oh. It's just if it gets a counter, you could potentially mill yourself you're out. Playing, you're playing against <laughs> someone with their plus one plus one civic ascendancy deck. You're like, all right, well, hopefully there'll be some removal in here. <laughs> Tap the deck. All right. Um so for my second one, it's actually a infect card, but it's also a mana dork. Um, and I really, oh my god, three, two, one. There's no one. options here. Play, Play mirror. mirror. It's two, two colorless artifact creature mirror. mirror. One. Uh, it has infect. Actually, you guys that said that at the same oh, time. Do you want to keep that going? Nice. 
Infect, tap, and wander Manipool. They watch for the new master, one more sinister than the last. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Don't let this think that we're going to be doing the pass the turn crap that I know you want us to. Pass the turn. Barf. Anyways, I actually, I look at this card. I see it only at a dollar. It being colorless, it adds mana, and it has infect. I don't know why you wouldn't just put this in a lot of different decks. Yeah, I agree with that. And now that I'm thinking about it, why isn't this in, like, Eldrazi decks? Kind Why of. isn't this in every single Atraxa deck? Because even if you don't do an oh, Infect sub-theme, yeah. just do it. Well, and there is, so there is like this bizarro build of this that I, that's kind of like a section of it where you play it more like a modern deck, knowing that you really only have six creatures that have sure. infected them and they're cheap. So that you can just get them out, pump them up, and just one-shot people. Um, that's a little too slimy for my taste. Like, it kind of goes wrong because there's so much <laughs> removal. Sure. Um, but this card, again, like, accelerates you. It sucks that the, it sucks that this doesn't really help you for your commander. Um, but this isn't, like, if you don't play a track, so you lose sort of deck. Yeah. So um, I'm glad it's a dollar because I think I have, like, six of these. So it's very exciting, too. All, All right. right. I just had an idea while you were talking about slimy. So I think we should make a Big Tux mannerism card that we send out with every patreon <laughs> member to understand what the hell big tuck's talking about all this time i think it, if i had one of those for my life it would be like a three ring journal <laughs> <laughs> oh god what was the uh thing growing up like it, it was always like the multicolored and had like the zebras and like the trapper keepers uh, oh i think it's just trapper keepers no, well it? that's the brand but what was the the art it's um like a three-ring notebook no like because it had like the multicolored art it was zebras and unicorns but everyone Adam, Laura what? Frank, yeah. Oh yes, 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 yes. That stuff. I do remember the Laura Frank because it was like every single girl in grade yep. school and middle school had Laura Frank binders. How do you not remember those? I must have drank that out of my memory. I have no idea. <laughs> I've never, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Well, I thought that's what you're. Uh, we went to the same school. Not elementary. Middle. Yeah, metal. Yeah, nobody had binders in elementary school. I didn't know shit in elementary school. I, I didn't have enough. I, I didn't have enough yeah, I I did knowledge to keep a binders worth of information. So let's see if we go three for three. What's Pro your last probably. one? It's a green spell. Nah, we're good. What really? Yeah. Wow. I thought that would be a layup. Um. So I am actually going to go with a card which is kind of weird. It kind of falls into the multiple categories as well. I'm talking about plain wide celebration. Mostly in here because I opened one. I think it's kind of cute. Um, this is definitely a card that's a little on the sweaty side. So five colors, green, green for uh, green. Uncaught. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. He's squinting so hard. Uh, it's 40 cents on TCG. Choose four. You may choose the same mode more than once. So create a 2-2 two -two citizen creature token that's all colors. Return permanent permanent card. Return target permanent card from your graveyard to your hand. You got it? <laughs> no. Prolifer no. Proliferate and you get and you can gain four life. So in reality, what this card says is if you can cast it and proliferate, you win the game. If not, you usually get all your cards back from the graveyard. Mm. So I don't really see myself using it for a 2-2 two -two creature, I guess, unless I'm in a complete bind. And gaining four life is sort of a relevant commander. Gaining 12, well, I mean, 16. I am kind of surprised you're not trying for the hordes in the deck, because then you could make four 2-2 two -two dudes to oh, swing. I have trying for the hordes in here, but I cut them because all my stuff already has infect. So mm. it's kind of like a little redundant. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, I think that I think I like this card because I'm a sucker for modal cards more mm. than anything. Um, in reality, it's probably a little overcosted for what it what it does, and I've never played it. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I remember when this card came out, and initially everyone's thought was like, "Oh my gosh, Super Friends deck, right, slam yeah. dunk!" Like in theory, you play this and you win the game, but it's seven mana, right? And maybe you win the game. Because, yeah. like, a lot of times an ultimate doesn't just outright win it. It just oppresses enough right. where maybe people want to quit. And, and so I ended up cutting it. I it's I don't... Oh, in this deck? No. In, oh, in yeah, my okay. Super Friends deck. Um, I, think, I think if you compare this to, like, the command cycle, those ones... There's a stage of the game where they're always good. Mm-hmm. And this one doesn't quite live up to that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's kind of cute. So that's all I got. All right. Well, my last one is the one I thought you were going to go with. Um, because it also has Proliferate. And I'm usually very anti these cards, but the fact that you can only play it for three mana, I'm okay. So we're talking about Tezzeret's Gambit. Yeah. Three colorless Phyrexian blue mana, which means you could pay two life or a blue. So either or. Two life. <laughs> yeah. So you're basically paying three colorless, two life to draw two, then proliferate. Seems good. Um, I just wish it wasn't sorcery speed. Yeah. That kind of sucks. But it does. maybe that would be too good if it was instant. Yeah, because it's kind of like a kill. Like a lot of these proliferate effects on spells are at sorcery speed for the reason that you can't just outright kill someone on their turn. Sure. Um, and it's funny. This is one of the cards that I had to go back and add in, like we were talking about before the cast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's kind of like a infect staple, right? Mm-hmm. Tesseray is. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Tesseray. Phyrexian adjacent is a character, so there's multiple cards that he's on that kind of feed into this new Phyrexian oh, okay. thing. There's only time, which is the first and last time they'll ever print Infect. Uh, no, we can't say that because we said they were done with Phyrexian mana and then they put it on Kirk. Oh, so. that's right. So Yeah, no mechanics off limits. Un- unli- unlikely, but possible. Yeah. Energy, yes. baby. Te- te- Energy. Te- Tesseret, Tesseret can definitely get you there. Oh, continuing from the MTG Action 4 news uh, earlier this week. They totally should have put Infect on those Walking Dead cards. Oh, for sure. Oh, that would have been awesome. Good God. No, but wa- could you oh, imagine no, no, no. the backlash? A walker is a 2-2, a 1-1 zombie with Infect? Oh, man. I'm down. Now, there, there would be... That would make me down with the sickness. <laughs> uh, there would be riots. I'm not, I'm not even, there I'm not even joking. Riots. Atlanta, and I'm going to use this bit because I already did it. Atlanta would literally look like it does in the show. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up the green build. Now we're going to head over to the hops, and I'm going to start this off. That good, huh? In fact... No, I'm not talking about a single infect card. Wow, okay. Yeah. We're talking Clay about Clay. Blight Widow. Oh, yes. Um, I really almost... like this card. Um, and initially, you know, I think when you look at Big Tuck's list, you might wonder why some cards that have infect aren't in yeast. And this is one of the few that I actually thinks makes perfect sense. So three colorless green, creature spider. It's a 2-4 common for 20 cents. It has reach and it has infect. So, right. you know, yes, if you have a Trax out there, very rarely people are going to want to swing at you. But... Being able to have a 2-4 reach infect, the that deters uh, Drakes, yep. that deters uh, Thop Thops. Um, heck, the Drakes probably end up even better because they're 2-2s. Two you put a negative counter, you're drawing cards off of uh, exactly. your generous patron. So I think this card does a lot for you. Plus, late, late gate in the game, it's like, okay, I need to win. You could swing with it we go. and do it. I, I, I you, you hit the nail on the head there. Um, it's a little... I think most of these spiders that don't have infect cost like one less, so that mm. kind of sucks. Um, but again, a lot of times you just need to buy time in the stack. Like sure. you just need to try to find a card that can win it. Um, and, and again, if it was just a normal two four, whatever. Um, but the infect does help a lot, right? It, it discourages people with like 
a, a small ish tie mm-hmm. from coming in, that sort of thing. So yeah, there's not that much else I can say that you already have not. Cool. What's your first hops card? All right. So this card doesn't get played very often, and it always kind of surprises me. So uh, I'm talking about the intangible virtue. Wait. Yes. But for non-tokens. Okay. So it's got some real peepers on it. We're talking about always watching. So colorless white white for rare enchantment uh, from Shadows over Innistrad. Non-token creatures you control. Blind bastard. Huh? You blind bastard. There we go. Non-token creatures you control get plus one plus plus one vigilance. We pray to Avacet on high. On snow white wings, fearless you fly. Keep safe our souls, keep safe our lives. May angels watch you from the skies. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah, it's a limerick. That's cute. Yeah. That's kind of nice. Yeah, so mostly... Um, I'm going to say that at my wedding. <laughs> and uh, In a church. And uh, <laughs> Big Tuck would like to read a chapter from the book of Phyrexia. <laughs> now, that's an, now that's an ace bit. Yes, it uh, is. Thank you. So anyways, um, yeah, pretty much it's mostly... Like you talked about with the Blight Widow. Mm-hmm. In fact, as a defensive measure, is really good. Yep. Um, and a lot of times you have these little baby bubble infect boys <laughs> who are dealing one or two at a time. The mm. fact that you can I use them what, on I, offense. I see what you did there. On offense and on defense, I think it works. It's a, I, it just sucks that it couldn't just be two white. Because the other ones, the other ones, mm. one colorless, one white does the same thing, but just for token creatures. Um, so I wish it could be similar cost to that, but I can understand why they didn't do it. Yeah, because um, I think you hit the nail on the head and you, you didn't point it out specifically, but it's because a lot of the infects are one or two. Mm-hmm. Usually you're scared to swing in because it's like, well, they could block with three or four. Yep. So the fact that they get the plus one, plus one makes them a little bit maybe out of the range and the vigilance. It's like, well, why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, Squee has Reese and like two other creatures. Yeah, I could lose one, but I'm probably going to get four to five infect through because he doesn't want to lose his commander. Exactly. He doesn't want to lose like his uh, maybe he got one of his golems out there and he like hasn't had a chance to populate yet. So does he really want to waste that four four golem that he did all this work to get? Or is he just going to take five infect and in his mind, maybe kill me next turn? Right, right, right. So. No, I, I completely agree. So, um, again, a little overcosted, kind of cute, but I like it. All right. So my next one definitely references Medusa, but it's Vraska. Uh, it's a gaze of granite. Ooh. Such a good board wipe. Uh, X Golgari black. So that's black, black, green sorcery rare. Forty five cents. Destroy each non land permanent with converted mana cost X or less. Golgari Reclaimers resent the Gorgons, begrudging the loss of so many fine nutrients locked away in stone. Ace, ace flavor text. Yeah. Um, I like this card a lot because it does what Blast Zone does, but better. <laughs> so how Blast Zone, we talked about it last week. Once it's at X, it only gets rid of X and you're just kind of stuck. You can play this for three, not even put anything into the X and gets rid of all the tokens. Yep. Completely agree. Um, and a lot of times people are going to start picking your stuff off. So there's not a lot of things in here that you need yep. to do your infect thing. You just need to have infect creatures and maybe something else. Um, being able to pick it off, being able to cast it early if you're running a little behind, which is what this deck does a lot because it only has 34 lands because I'm an idiot. Um, the modal just does a ton of stuff. You have 35 lands. I do? Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Makes a huge difference in your normal... <laughs> normal. It does! I mean, I added one land to my uh, Loro deck, and that deck wrecks now. There it is. Um, so I think the only other thing, though, to kind of note here is that, you know, kind of going through your deck, 
you don't have a lot of interaction with your opponent's yeah. enchantments and artifacts. And I actually think that's probably where this card's going to come a little bit more in play. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're going against like a super go wide person, that's not good for infect because infect's not really go wide. It's right. more go fluffy. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, but man, you got propaganda and ghostly prison, and you got this thing, and you got that thing, and I just cannot. You got mana barbs out there. Yeah. I'm just screwing me. <laughs> uh, let me just do it to get rid of all these enchantments. Um, and I, I, I think this card could probably fill a gap in a lot of different people's decks. We probably just don't see it enough because it does. It is two colors in the converted mana cost opposed to just a single. Yeah. I think if it was just a black or a green, you'd probably see it in more decks. I agree. Um, and the the higher end. The last thing I'll say is the higher end infect creatures. Their CMC is through the roof. So. Mm -hmm. All right, Tuck, what's your next one? So uh, this was a most recent edition, and I'm glad I got one. I think I got it for five bucks. It's We're talking about one of the few equipments in the deck. Mm. But we're talking about your old pal, uh, which is the basis for the tattoo that I got, coincidentally enough. Um, Sword of Truth and Justice. And this is going to be a tough one. Okay, here we go. Three colorless for a mythic, mythic. equipment. Uh, equipped creature gets plus two, plus two, and has pro, pro white, pro blue. When equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, put a 1-1 counter on a creature you control, then proliferate, equipped two. So I know what you're thinking. You're thinking to yourself, hey, isn't this a yeast card? And I would say no, no, no. Because the thing I like about the most is the pro-blue, pro-white. Okay. Stops removal, stops targeted bounce stuff, and that's what always happens in this deck. You get something out, and someone just sorts the plowshares, whatever the rigmarole that they're going to do, right? So... But now I can murder it. There you go, because you're a fool. Um, but so I like that part. And then again, I think this is a card that can weaponize. There's not a lot in this deck that weaponizes Atraxa, and that's in, that's intent. That's mm -hmm. intentional because as soon as someone sees you cast Atraxa, they're like, "Yeah, I don't yeah. think so." Um, so this so this is something where if you do kind of run out of steam, you can start getting in with damage, getting your life back, and make Atraxa a little bit of a threat. And also, like I said, I don't run all of the proliferate stuff in yeah. here, but I run a lot of it. I think this is one that kind of fills a few gaps. Yeah, I, I mean, I will say out of all the available swords, it's the most meat and potatoes kind of boring in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I agree. Uh, even Sinnoh and Steel, I think is a little bit better. That's the blow up artifact and or Planeswalker. Right, yeah. Because it doesn't even have to be on the person you hit, which is kind of nice. Uh, but from your deck's perspective, I mean, you think about it, you hit with Atraxa, or really anything, but we'll just use a track. So you're going to gain six life, which people are yep. going to be hitting you down. She now goes from a base power of four, not including the sword, to a five because she gets the counter. Then it's going to proliferate. So now she goes to six. But now you're proliferating all the infect stuff into your turn. Proliferate again. again yeah. You possibly because, you know, sometimes you will be at that eight on mm -hmm. a few people and they're like, OK, just got to use all the removal to get rid of all of their things. And it's like uh, sort of truth and justice. Equipped to Atraxa. Oh, you blew her up? Equipped to this creature. <laughs> yeah, right. And then I, I, I kill you anyways. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I think I think it does a lot. And I think it's one of these modal cards that could kind of fit into... Because it can kind of fit into grain because it yep. gets her a little bit bigger. It can kind of fit into hops because it protects whatever it's on. It kind of fits into yeast. can kind of kill stuff. And it fits into spice because it's a trash sword. That's great. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> uh, $12. Uh, all right. So my last one is one that we have seen that's an all-star in Frenemy Dan's counter deck. It's so innocuous, you would never target remove it, but you absolutely should every time. Thrumming Guard. Oh. Good God. I would I would I would argue maybe one of the best cards in the deck. Yeah. 
I don't I, I don't understand why it's in hops other than it's a flyer, but I'll let you explain that in a second. Colorless blue, flying, 1-1. One, one. Whenever Thrumming Bird deals combat damage to a player, proliferate. That's it. <laughs> and you might yep. say, Mr. Combo, you're being a drama queen. Or sorry, a drama... Infect queen? Sure. Swarm queen? I was trying to think of like a, a, a guild or something like Drama Azorius. Maybe they blow Rakdos things Rakdos kind of? Oh, there they, we go. They, drama they, Rakdos. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm telling you, no one ever wants to use removal on it. There's always someone open that doesn't have a flyer. And so it just hits. And it doesn't even just proliferate that per, uh, opponent's stuff. It's whatever you flipping want. It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, it is in here because it has flying, which is nice. But um, this is also a perfect, this like encapsulates like a big tuck card. Because it's somewhat, you're always like, hey, I just need to come in for one, man. Just let me come in for one and I'll buff your creatures. I'll take care of theirs. Don't ever let them come in for uh, just one. And this is just a taste. Just a t- it doesn't even have an effect. It doesn't even have an effect. But yeah, um, it's so nuts. I, you know, when his voice gets high, don't do it. Just a little, just a little taste. That's all I want. Just a little taste. But yes, um, it doesn't. There's a there's a counter card to this in the yeast, which also is one of the best cards in the deck. Um, that I think they kind of pair nice together. Mm. But yeah, throwing birds is just really good. Um, you're gonna find a target. You're gonna be able to get in. Recover some board wipes. Pumps attracts that if you have the one one counters on it. Just pretty much does everything that the deck wants to do. And we just talked about sword of truth and justice pairing well with attracts You put that on throwing bird. Double proliferate on the attack. Oh yeah! You figure out how to give it double strike. It proliferates four times. Mm-hmm. Totally gross. Yeah, totally agree. So gross. What's what's your last hops? I want to get out of this yeah. vomit pit. <laughs> so, so this one is a weird one, and it took me a second to remember why I paid money to get it in the deck. Um, but we were talking about Shalile, Voice of Plenty. So oh my gosh, she's so good. Is she okay? Um, three colors and a white for a three-four legendary creature angel that is not a mythic. Don't worry, guys. My new glasses are coming in next week. Uh, Are you going to wear them? No. Uh, 3-4 flying. Uh, you, Planeswalkers you control, and other creatures you control have Hexproof, which is good enough. Yeah. But we talked about how Atraxa does do this bizarro, weird, like all these different counters. She does have the ability for four colorless and two green to put a 1-1 counter on each creature you control. Little overcosted. Little overcosted. Man, man I, sink. I completely agree with you. Yep. And that's why, right? Like, Infect isn't working, but you still have a few creatures lying around. Mm-hmm. Maybe some citizens. Maybe Atraxa's now up maybe to... Maybe <laughs> You know. Never gonna happen, but maybe maybe it tracks is your only way out. And you're like, okay, I guess I just have to do this again, and then you have some sync to do in the late game. Pro, pro, plays into all the other proliferate cards. Um, something I could probably do better is put more like put one counters on X, Y, and Z, mm. just so I have something else to do besides infect. Um, but again, protects you, protects your creatures, which is critical. Um, protects my one planeswalker, two planeswalkers, I think, uh, and gives you the out of the end of the game. Yeah, um, this card wrecks. Uh, if you ever see anyone play it, steal it, kill it, or copy it. Uh, and, or all three. Uh, yeah. If someone puts a Helm of the Host on it, you're screwed. Oof. Um, yeah, I mean, I just don't know what else you could say about this card. Yeah. I mean, you you already said that the way that people shut down your deck is they start target removing mm. your stuff. Now they can't. Now it's the what we talk about. They have to waste a resource here to then waste another resource exactly, over here. Right. Um, yeah, it's oh, it's kind of like a tutor in that respect to some to some regards, right? Where it's like I don't know. Actually, it's really not. Never mind. Let's take that off. Scratch that for the record. I'm very hungry. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, well, that's gonna wrap up the hot profile. Now we're gonna head over to yeast. 
Big Tuck, start us off. What uh, do you got? So this is one of the cards that has a letter that's very small in the total deck, and we briefly referenced it at the beginning of the podcast. This is, I think, my favorite card in the deck, which says a lot. We are talking about an artifact called the Decimator Web. The web yeah, we web. are. Yeah! I like to think this is spun by the Blight Widow. Four colorless Damn artifact it. rare. Ha! Damn it! I got two. I got suck two. It. All right, here we go. Yeah, see, I was like slow playing. I wasn't all excited. And Tech's like, oh, I can go on with my story. No, I, no you can't. I got a bit. Okay. It is four colorless tap. Target opponent loses two life, gets a poison counter, then puts the top six cards that hits her library. What the hell? <laughs> uh, Michael Sith grew unfettered beneath the black lacuna. Metastasizing into a matrix of noxious energy. Lacuna. Lacuna. Lacuna coil. Uh, this oh, card is old, so the old metal yeah, It's bonkers. I I've only so I've only cast this card once, and here's exactly what happened. Played it, they killed it? Yes. I cast it. It's what again, like a bunch of fools. Uh, I cast it. I think I had nothing else left. I was like, this is what I got. And just I, I won't target you. Let's work out a deal. And then literally everyone at the table goes. <laughs> And then someone just like returns it. I mean, yeah, immediately. <laughs> so I've never been able to activate it. It makes me very sad. Yeah. Um, this makes me kind of want to put this card in my Alorio deck. Because it's, it's Mill. <laughs> yeah. It's life manipulation. And sure, the. I'm never going to be able to do 40 mana to kill you with poison. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. It's so good. It's cute, though. It's just, it's like. Eight mana to do eight mana to do this effect isn't great, but being able to do it repeatedly for yeah. four if if people have already like run out of their if it's like kind of like that mid to late game where people have like mm-hmm. already killed the propaganda and you're like okay maybe I can sneak this one in sure I don't know um, I hope at some point in my life I'll be able to cast it and activate it and see what happens but. Who's I think, gonna, I think that's just when you get punched in the throat. Yeah, pretty much. And then everyone just yells at me <laughs> for playing unfair decks with a horrible mana curve. But here we are. That uh, three three is not bad. I guess I'm at the color distribution. Oh, there we the go. The mana base. All right. So my uh, next yeast card um, should be a vulture creature type, but it's just listed as zombie, um, and it has a hand of Big Tuck's birthday. We're talking about hand of the Praetors. Oh. So three colorless black creature zombie vulture. I'm adding vulture. I don't care. It is a vulture. It looks like a vulture. Yeah. Uh, it's a 3-2 with Infect. Other creatures you control with Infect get plus one, plus one. That seems pretty good. Uh, whenever you cast a creature spell with Infect, target player gets a poison counter. That seems pretty good. Seems real good. Yeah, it's quite good. Um, yeah, it's awesome. And I we'll get to this more in a second, but the heart, as soon as you can get a poison counter on the board, then you're off to the races. So the yeah. fact that this gives you, a pl- gives you the ability to do that, casting, buffs your stuff, and has Infect herself... Pretty sweet. And also, like you mentioned earlier about the Infect support cards, all of them except for like three are pennies on this on the dollar. Mm-hmm. And this one's two thirty, which I think kind of goes into how strong it is. Yeah. 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 So the the only thing is the one thing I will admit that's lazy about Infect decks is there are certain cards where you just have to have them. I would uh, say like close to a quarter or half of the deck, and this is one of them where you're like, <laughs> if you're gonna run Infect in these colors, I like how you went it. from some cards to. Probably half the day. Honestly, I would disagree with that. There's a particular rat that you may be talking about. I am not. 
Um, oh, I'm talking that, about it. That you could have just that card, and then everything else is proliferate, and as long as it resolves, you still get your thing. I'm not talking about that right now, because it is the best card in the deck All by right. a country mile. We are talking Ichor Rats. Colorless, black, black, for a creature rat. Uh, it's a uncommon for a buck 14. It has, in fact, when it enters the battlefield, each player player gets a poison counter yourself as well yeah this is the best card in the deck solely because of the fact it gets a poison train going yeah you just have to resolve you, it you do it right then and you're like okay doesn't even matter it tracks up peripherate peripherate other stuff it's so hard i think it's like i've noticed that it's like if it's an f and then a vowel afterwards <laughs> like my elmer fudd comes out because you see that really <laughs> when I was younger. um I, there's like this is definitely one that goes into every infect yep. deck i've seen this played in in decks that don't even care about infect yep. they're like I'm going to put it in here just because I have all these other mechanics that are going to help you. Yep. The only downside is it is each player. So if God help you, you're playing yeah. against somebody But that's else. like if yeah. you run a sliver deck and you do the things that say all slivers get. God help yeah. you. You yeah, sit yeah, down yeah, and yeah, 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 like sliver player. Yeah, you have the perfect matchup with somebody else. Uh, yeah, it, it's just bonkers. I mean, goes in every infected deck. Goes into a lot of decks that don't care about it. Uh, it's good value for the price. It's good value for the money. It's good value for the converted mana cost. I mean, it's just a bomb in this deck. Yeah, 100% agree. All right. Well, my last yeast is actually one of my favorite green enchantment cards of all time. Damn it. Um, I don't know why this wouldn't be a mono. Oh, sorry. I don't know why this wouldn't be a green staple in every deck that runs green, because there's really no yeah. reason you probably shouldn't have it. I mean, I would almost run this over Lightning Greaves and Swift Foot Boots, to be honest. Uh, we're talking about Raincore. Single green, Sanity. enchantment aura, enchant creature, enchanted creature gets plus two, plus zero, and has trample. You might be wondering why. Whenever Raincore is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, return it to its owner's hand. It's uh, you target, remove it, I get it back. Mm -hmm. You kill my creature, I get it back. You exile my creature. I get it back. It's pretty like I think you. I think you hit you it on the exile it. That's the only way to yeah. get rid of it. And good luck exiling yeah. an enchantment. <laughs> yeah, there's like a handful of cards that people actually play that do that. This is like this. I think this is like an equipment before equipments existed, right? It, Maybe absolutely. Yeah. And you remember back in the day, this card was hard to find. It was very expensive. This card wrecked. That was so, a dollar. Yeah, exactly. Which I think is is fairly costed. Um. The story, the story I'll tell on this is when I was playing Type 2, Ooh. I was playing a, a or Gruel deck, and I had to have someone who was going to St. Louis to pick me up copies of it. Wow. you couldn't find it in the Kansas City metro area. Now there's the internet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now it's all ruined. <laughs> um, just like how people know that Negan's a rapist. <laughs> same, oh, boy. Hashtag MTGX4 News from Tuesday. Same issues, but yes. Um... To your point, there's very little trample infect stuff that's worth even running. Yeah. And just being able to throw this on anything. Another thing on Atraxa. Yeah. Six commander. It gets there. So it, it, it really is bonkers. Do you play this any decks? Yeah, absolutely. Do you? Okay, good. Uh, uh, and the thing I like about it is that it's so cheap that if you know someone has removal, you can kind of bait them. Because you put it on a creature that you're in your mind, you're like, I could care less if a tracks it gets killed. Right. But they're up there in command damage. They may care. Put it on there. They're like, whoa, whoa. Destroy. And you're like, okay. Goes back to my hand. Now I put it on the thing I actually <laughs> care about. <laughs> and I pump it and I kill you. Absolutely. Yeah. Just, just a bonkers card. Need to see more of it. Hate to see it when it's against you. All right. What is your last yeast? I'm really sad because I thought I would have baited Skittles out of you. Um, no. So the card's amazing. So I'm not going against another one. 
here. Uh, this is one that the the I think I've only played this deck two or three times, and the first time I played this, this card came out to dance. We're talking about Phyrexian Swarmlord. Four colorless green green for a four four creature insect horror. In fact, I got the foil version for some reason. Um, oh, dollar seventy eight. I know. Watch out! At the beginning of your upkeep, put a one one green insect creature token with infect on the battlefield for each poison counter your opponents have. Yeah. So th- what happens with this deck? A lot of times, the times that I played it is you get sold out to like seven or eight. In fact, and yeah. then you're kind of out of answers. I think this card, more than anything, gives you the benefit of doing that, right? Sure. Granted, you have to wait an entire turn cycle coming mm-hmm. back to it, which sucks. But it's such a powerful effect that you could end up with, like, 24 one right. ones with Infect. Um, and I, I do think it's interesting that they didn't just say um, you get a 1-1 green insect creature token with Infect onto the battlefield for each opponent with a poison counter. Right. That would be a little bit more fair. <laughs> right. And even then, I would say that's fine for six mana because you got a 4-4 with Infect that's making you at least three Infectors each rotation. Yeah. But the fact that in theory, by definition, by the rule of the law, <laughs> it can make you 27 1-1s with Infect. Mm-hmm. At the most. Yeah, it, it, it's really good. Um, I just wish it was a little cheaper. And there's also times where you get it in your hand. You're just like, it's kind of, it can be kind of a dead card if it's kind of earlier. But then it's like your late bomb, right? Which you can say about any bomb, I suppose. So yeah. um, this is another one that I would say, similar to like Icar Rats, it's going in every Infect deck ever existed. I'd actually never seen it before. This what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, we don't play with that much Infect, which is why I said it was a goofy mechanic. And also, we didn't have anything else to do. Yeah, good, go. good luck sitting down at a table and saying, I'm playing Infect and having anybody else want to play that game. It's true. I mean, people sit down and play with me when I want to play my combo deck. They just go 3v1. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, this, is, this is for sure an arch enemy deck, yeah. 100%. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up the East Package. Now we're going to hover to the Spice. Um, so there weren't a lot of options. There was four. And I'm hoping I baited you on this. It's a Golgari Legend. Damn! Valroz the Scar Strike. Yeah! I really thought you were going to go for this one, because I thought you thought I'd either go for the Planeswalker or the Demir Legend. So I thought that. I knew you I thought you were definitely going to go for the Planeswalker, but the Demir Legend is the one actually I went with. Oh, damn yeah. it. Yeah! Uh, so Colorless Golgari, that's green and red. Legendary Creature Troll Warrior. It's a 2-2. And it's a... Rrr. And uh, it says each creature card in your graveyard has scavenge. The scavenge cost is equal to its mana cost. So I did actually have to read this because I was like, <laughs> what the hell is what scavenge? Is scavenge? Um, that, see, that would have been a weird mechanic, a scavenge deck. So I will say that <coughs> while you're coughing off mic, this was my bet. This was one of my best tiny leaders decks. So how is it a tiny leader? I thought tiny leaders had to be uncommons. No, no, no. It's just three or less. CMC. Oh. So then what you do is you put death shadows in the graveyard and then you put it on a creature with infect. Oh, is that the 1313 one? Oh, that's gross. Oh, yeah. It was great. It was my favorite one to play. <laughs> that's who used to play an infect deck. Uh, Miguel. He used to have an infect one. Remember? Oh, with this card, did he not? Uh, I think he might. Yeah, I think it was this one for a little bit, but then I'm thinking he may have switched it because I remember he would do the thirteen thirteen rigmarole and then, and then kill us you. like yep. turn three. Yep. All right. So scavenge, exile a creature card from your graveyard and pay its mana cost. Put the number of plus one plus one counters equal to that card's power on target creature. Scavenge only as a sorcery. Sacrifice another creature, regenerate Valraz the Scar Striped. So, the thing I like about this card is that this is a 100% late game card. Yeah. You do not play this before, like, turn probably 9 or 10. No. 
But the thing that's nice is Big Tux talked about it. His infect guys are going to get picked off. Mm -hmm. um, and you actually don't have that much recursion in the deck. Noob. Few things to get a few things yeah. back. Um, and so people will think they're in the clear. Oh, I'm at eight. I'm at nine. Right. But now all he has is Atraxa. He's done his bombs. Valroz. They're like, all right. Because once it resolves, you have priority. So now right. they can't even interrupt it. I'm going to scavenge, and then they're going to see it, and they're going to go, oh, God. We're about to die. I'm about to get headshot by a Traxa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. This is definitely a spice card too, where it's like it doesn't really there's it's there's sections of the game, like you said, where it's just a blank card. Right? Mm -hmm. Like it might as well just be the flavor text with Sharn any on it. Um <laughs> so uh yeah, I, I agree with you completely. There's not a way to, not a lot of ways to get my creatures back. This gives them something to do. Hopefully you have one of the creatures with evasion, like the um, invisible stalker, whatever that is. Um, and also the plague stinger, where you can plop that down, wait a turn, cast Valraz, dump a bunch of counters onto it, and go to town. There you go. Mm -hmm. All right. Get it out. The yep. Demir, who you want to talk about? Uh, I am going to talk about one of my favorite cards. Lazav. Oh, boy. Lazav the Multiferous. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the Mirror Black Blue. Uh, it's a mythic? Yep. Oh, all right. Uh, one three uh, legendary creature shapeshifter for about three bucks. When there's a battlefield, surveil one. Look at the top card of your library. You may put that into your graveyard. X, uh, and that's it. Lazav the Multifarious becomes a copy of target creature card in your graveyard with converted mana cost X or less, except its name is Lazav the Multifarious. No, just converted mana cost X. Oh, X, thank you. Lazav the Multifarious becomes a copy of target creature card in your graveyard with converted mana cost X, except its name is Lazav the Multifarious. Uh, it's legendary in addition to its other types, and it has this ability. So again, I think this I think this card fits very similar to Valraz, mm -hmm. where this is just something to do with your graveyard just to get something in with an infect. But at least this, yeah, it can do the infect. Valraz doesn't actually give anything infect. Exactly. It just kind of pumps it. Mm -hmm. But they could work really well with each right. other to where you pay like one or two, make it a copy of Plague Mirror, and then you dump all the stuff to scavenge on top of right. it. Um, I think Lazav is a weird card because the normal one is the normal Lazav is in so many decks and leads mm -hmm. so many decks. And I don't think I've never seen this in EDH, mm -mm. which I mean, kind of makes sense because it's kind of it's a little it's I would say it's like a slimy card. Well, and it's also your graveyard. Not oh, God, anyone's yes, exactly. Graveyard. So when this that's first, the big deal. When, I, when this first got spoiled, I was like, what? <laughs> what do? And then I reread it. And I was like, yeah, I'm a moron. Readings a thing. Well, that's, that's going to so wrap hard. up the spice package. Now we're going to head over to the bottle capping. And as a reminder, there's going to be big tucks and ice cuts and recommendations to the deck that are under five, under 50, and has no budget. Just can't talk about those desperate man-only yes. lands. So big tuck. Under five bucks. All right. Yeah, you already have most of the infect cards in here. Right. What are you going to cut and what are you going to so add? So I think that's part of the problem. <laughs> Is I, I think I have too many Infex cards, which aren't very good, or they're like situationally good. Um, and I need to get some more accelerants and that sort of stuff. So I'm actually going to be cutting Whispering Spectre. Uh, it's in my uh, Hops package. So Whispering Spectre is colorless, black, black for a 1 1 creature Spectre, uh, flying Infect. When it deals combat damage to a player, you may sack it. If you do, that player discards a card for huh. each poison counter he has. It's, it's a good card. It's okay, but like it just doesn't. 
I would rather play the Plague. I would rather focus more on the Plague Stinger than this card because mm. the sacking doesn't really do much. Like the time when you want this card to come out, this this card is a bomb, a limited bomb, right? Yeah. But in here, it's just like whatever. I don't know. I, I've never had. There's never been a time where I really was excited about it. So I'm gonna cut it for the old standby. I think we've talked about him maybe six times. Not in fact, but it is a great ramp card. Faberro Elder. Oh <laughs> so colorless and green and a white for zero zero. <laughs> Creature, Tree Fork Druid from the Garbage Set Eldraine. That bit will never complete, die. Complete trash. Uh, Vigilance. Uh, it gets plus one, plus one for each color among permanents you control. Tap for each color among permanents you control. Add one mana of that color. So the reason why I think this card's really good in this deck is because it tracks those four colors, sure. and I'm generally going to have her out. So it's easy to go turn three this, turn four Atraxa, and then do something else as well. Yep. Whether that's a... I don't know, a random infect card or maybe something to set up or try some more cards. It's very boring, but it does a lot in this deck. Yeah, I'm just surprised that it's still under five bucks. I'm going to be frank. Really? Yeah. Um, sitting at $2, I mean, this is just one more mana than not Paradise Druid, um, not Noble High Arc. Keep going. It's the elf, taps. It's literally Faber Elder. Oh, um guide no, no lantern there's a lantern on it it's like 40 bucks yeah it's expensive as hell uh, got bloom tender yes bloom tender it's literally just add a white to its mana cost right. bloom tender except that it also gets plus one plus one for each color and it has vigilance so it's kind of like uh which one is actually in theory better right so how is this two dollars and that is 40 no idea crazy so yeah uh, like, it's kind of a boring one but i just need like we talked about i need more accelerants i need more ways to ramp up to things like things that aren't infect and sure. i think cutting down a little bit on some of the infect chaff uh would kind of help me a lot in this deck so yeah that's fair um all right so for mine, I'm going to cut, and we talked about it last week, how I tried to run this in Atraxa, and it did not work. We're getting rid of Oracle's Vault. Okay, that's fine. Uh, four colorless artifact. It's a rare, um, and it has two abilities. One, pay two, tap, exile the top card of your library until end of turn. You may play that card, so you can do lands. And Oracle's Vault gets a brick counter. Sure, because we need more counters. Um, and then you could tap it, exile the top card of your library until end of turn. You may play that card without paying its mana cost. Activate this ability only if there are three or more brick counters on Oracle's Vault. So, of course, the theory is you get your first one on there, then attracts and proliferates, right, and then yeah. eventually you do stuff for free. It's too slow. I had one in my binder, and I was like, I might as well put it in because I've seen it in other tracks of decks. <laughs> sure. Hashtag saw the yeah. word counter. So this guy, I, I think, would be just infinitely better. It gives you a flyer. It gives you a trampler. He ETBs, puts counters on stuff you control, and then when he dies, he does something. And before the rules committee, or the yeah, the rules committee changed the rule, everyone thought he was going to be oh. the best proliferate commander, but then you realize that the die mechanic didn't work. Now that you can do it, he's back again. Is this the, uh, it sounds awfully suspicious to a watch? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking about Roalesque Apex Hybrid. Two colorless, green, green, blue. Legendary creature, human mutant. It's a mythic, and since war just or uh, yeah, just rotated, it'll probably get even cheaper. Yeah, than it's it also already a weatherlight report from way long ago. Way long ago. It's a four-five flying trample. When Rolesk ETBs, put two plus one plus one counters on another target creature you control. When it dies, proliferate, then proliferate again. 
Yeah. Literally ETBs. Let me throw it on my infect guy that can swing. I'm going to get more infect damage. And then when you board wipe, I'm going to proliferate all that stuff on there. Or that could even be a glass cannon. Hey, you better not board wipe or I'm going to kill you. You're just yeah, going to die. Exactly. So then what's the point of your board wipe? Yeah, I agree. And like, I think, I think one of my reticences of putting this into the deck was, I think at some point this was like eight bucks. Oh yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Not but for two, but this is a, this is like the perfect $2 mythic rare. Like mm -hmm. it's powerful, great in the right decks. Um, and now it's finally dropped down in price a little bit. Yep. Perfect. All right. What is your under 50? Okay. So this one's a, the exciting one and then I have another boring one in the last one. So I'm going to cut core prowler. Which is four colorless for a 2 2 artifact creature horror with infect. When it's put into the graveyard from the battlefield, proliferate. So it's fine. I'd have no way to abuse that. It sure. doesn't, it's just kind of like, all right, cool. It doesn't block well. I'm not going to get in for it. It doesn't have any evasion. So I'm going to cut it for a card that I've always wanted a copy of. And I had one back, when it, back in the day. And I think I thought it was trash and threw it away or gave it away or something. Or maybe Rafi stole it. Um, so hatred. Is what I'm going with. Three colorless, black, yeah. black, instant. Pay X life. Target creature gets plus X plus zero until end of turn. You know what? I think you try to convince me to put this card in my Greven deck. You absolutely should. <laughs> because it's also Greven on the card. Yes, and feeds into Greven because you're paying life. And what's that flavor text? Oh, geez. Uh, <laughs> hold on here. Oh, yeah. I will flay the skin from your flesh and the flesh from your bones and scrape your bones dry. And still you will not have suffered enough. Grevenil back to Gerard. So pretty much the way I look at this card is I need to at some point one shot somebody, or potentially better one, one shot sh cards in this. In green, I mean, there's some that just a single green and it gives it plus four or plus. Six. I know I have them in here as well. Do you have them all? No, because I have crazy stuff like howl of uh, where is it? Howl. I'm just saying I think green probably has better buff effects than five mana plus pay life. To, now, if I gave it plus X plus O until it turned in fear or something like that, sure, I can get behind that. But for five mana, I guarantee there's a green card that does better. But as talked about earlier, this is a card that you can one-shot someone without even a Traxa. Where you put it on your Blighted Agent, one of your little guys, and you're just chipping away, and then you can do this on turn four if I hit my mana ramps, maybe, and then just completely knock someone out of the game. Yeah, I wasn't saying that you would need a Traxa. I think any of the other green ones will... The, the I, 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 I mean, I highly... So you're saying that you would put, you know, turn five, put nine into this and just kill someone dead. Exactly. Whereas the green ones, which I, I had them, I had a bunch of them in there. The problem was because there's so many multiple players giving plus four, plus four to an infect creature coming in didn't really do much. I'm telling yeah. you, I ran it. But this, so this card is a one-shot machine in this deck. It's a one-shot machine. $30. I know, right? Woof. But uh, don't worry about it. There is a gold board version for $10. It's still, still a little lot. But yes, Hatred's amazing in this deck. Um, I wish I would have picked one up when I built it. All right. So this one is going to be what you would call a stretch, but I want you to hear me out. Okay. I'm listening. I want you to cut... Teferi Temporal Archmage. So, four colorless blue blue, Planeswalker Teferi, it's a mythic, comes in with five loyalty, he can be your commander, 
and because the art is really blurry for some reason. Uh, plus one, look at the top card, top two cards for your library. Put one into your hand, other on the bottom. Minus one, untap up to four target permanents. Minus ten, you get an emblem if you may activate a loyalty, loyalty abilities of planeswalkers you control on any player's turn. Anytime you could cast an instant. Uh, I assume that you basically have this in here for the minus one to untap four permanents. Basically untap your infect dudes to have them as blockers. Yeah, or like, untap my mana rocks and go from there. Yes, 100%. So I want you to replace it with another Teferi. <laughs> okay. Master of Time. Oh, the new one. Two colorless blue-blue legendary Planeswalker Teferi. It's a mythic with three loyalty coming in about 15 bucks. You may activate loyalty abilities of Teferi Master of Time on any player's turn anytime you can cast an instant. Cool. Sure. Plus one, draw a card, then discard a card. Get you your, your filtering, yep, get, exactly. get into your totally. stuff. Minus three, target creatures you don't control phase out. I don't really see you using that unless you're desperate and you kind of need to, like if someone else has their infect blight steal. Or is, about, or is about to come in for Voltron damage. Sure, the case may be. or they yeah. have some attack trigger that you just can't let happen. Yeah. That's the only way that's happening. Here's why I want it, and you'll have to follow me through. Minus ten, take two extra turns after this one. You just talked about it previously, and the reason you don't do the green ones, because giving plus four, plus four doesn't do anything because you got so many people to kill. This deck is a lot like uh, Oob's deck from last week, where you want, if you get a couple turns strung together, you just kind of win the yeah, game. Yeah, right. And so he comes in with three, he goes to four, you proliferate with attracts at a minimum five, you may even have another proliferate, he's at six. It goes to Squeeze's turn, he's now at seven. It goes to my turn, he's now at eight. It goes to the next person's turn, he's at nine, comes back to you, you put him to ten, proliferate, he's at eleven, pass the turn, I'm taking two extra turns after your yep. turn, and I'm probably going to win the game. Right, right. I see this as four mana, if I can get around once, I win. I am on board 100%. Uh, I, will, I even think I have extra copies laying around. I, will, I have a foily boy ready for trade. Yeah, I don't, no. I don't think he wants that money. Do you, do you have the basic one? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that's an immediate slam dunk. Uh, I put I put the original Teferi in here because I had a copy and I was playing Atraxa. <laughs> and I was like, someone told me at some point this is really good. So we're also cutting down the CMC. Um Getting to get the draw engine going. Yep. Yeah. It, uh, I like it. I like it a lot. You don't even have to sell me on it. I like that. Yeah. And I think kind of the cool thing is this does feed into a card you talked about earlier, Plain Wide Celebration, mm -hmm. because if someone does get rid of it before you could do your thing, well, eventually later in the game, once you've maybe exhausted some resources, you can get it back. Plus some of your other infect stuff, you start the train back. Yeah, up. absolutely. So, all right. What is no budget? How you break at the bank. You've made commitments that you would do this on a week-in, week-out basis. This is more than $10, but not that bad. I I, <laughs> Cheaper than hatred? My bigger one was hatred, yeah. Um, so I'm actually going to cut uh, Phyreses. Phyreses. So colorless in a black, enchanted, uh, enchantment aura, enchant creature, enchanted creature has infect. So again, this kind of goes back to the same point huh. of... The only cre the only options here would be like Fairbore Elder Atraxa, Atraxa. sure whatever. But you right? always have Atraxa. I yeah, but the if the fact that this is a one time deal, you said I don't have any graveyard recursion. I figure if people are going to try to kill Atraxa, and if I try to talk them out of it, then they're <laughs> definitely idiots. But that's their own problem. But as soon as I slap this on Atraxa, it's like <laughs> shot, like headshot. This goes on a creature that doesn't have an effect. And it's just over, right? There's no, I have no way to. You're grinding yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So I'm gonna cut it for a card that I shockingly don't own, um, but and it's it's okay, but it fits the flavor for a while. Okay. Because Atraxa is supposed to be like the Kalam 
conglomeration, conglomeration thank you of all of the different praetors i think there's one of them that i don't own that i think would do really well in here Oh, talking is about it Elishnorn? Yes, it's Elishnorn. Yes. Yep. Elishnorn, Grand Cenobite. It's a mythic coming in for $13. Need to pick one up ASAP. Or you could spend 140 and get the Judge promo that's written in Phyrexian oh, Mana. Oh, yeah, perfect. Another card I can't read. Um, I thought you were going to say, oh, yeah, it wasn't a god card. So five colorless, white, white for 4-7, legendary creature, Praetor. Vigilance, other creatures you control get plus two, plus two. Other creatures your opponents control get minus two, minus two. The Gataxians whisper among themselves of other worlds. If they exist, we must bring Phyrexia's magnificence to them. Yeah, whatever. So <laughs> pretty, much, pretty much the way I look at this is we talked to before about like Puff getting to that extra infect damage is so critical. Mm -hmm. um, she fits the bill because she's from Phyrexian. Phyrexia, she is a predator and also can stop the rampages of other token decks. So it's so it's, funny that you'd want to add this, considering every time I play it, you call me a scumbag. Oh yeah, and just freak out. And, and also, oh, we have established Big Tux is a scumbag. Uh, that's that's not necessarily true. But uh, this was a, this was a card. You're this, so greasy. This was a card. This is a greasy. <laughs> this is an extremely greasy card. But this was also brought from a painful memory from uh, Gregor. Playing this and completely hosing my essays on to tomorrow deck. So suck it, carrot. I'm coming for you. And also blasted with Blood Moon. So again, not that exciting. I just don't own a copy of it. And it just felt like it felt, even though it's it's a very greasy card, it felt like it kind of fit the theme of the deck um, and the theme of Atraxa. Yeah, I mean, as a card, I think it's great. I love the card. I think I think it's actually pretty great because it it doesn't completely hose your opponents, right. but it depowers them significantly and it increases you a little bit. I mean, I run it in my vehicle deck just to make my soldiers a <laughs> just, little bit just, bigger. Just, just have a card in that deck that does something. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, I'm all for it. I think it's great for this deck and it hits everything you need in all cylinders. It's just, you are a greasy boy I, for wanting it's, it. It's greasy, man. It's, it's like uh, the last hot dog in the tray. All right. So here's to me. Want you to hear me out. Oh boy. Cut Phyrexian Hydra. Three colorless green oh, green. Oh, in fact, 7-7. Seven, seven. If damage would be dealt to Phyrexian Hydra, prevent that damage. Put a negative one, negative one counter on Phyrexian Hydra for each one damage prevented this way. I don't think this is as good as a card as it sounds because your deck doesn't have a way to remove negative counters. Right. All it would do is add and just make it worse. And, and it doesn't have any sort of... Uh, Evasion. Yeah, so, this, so to your point... This card is much better in a um, Saskia Infect build. Yes. Um, so, Which I think I have in my Saskia because I'm a degenerate. I want you to cut it for a card that you actually told me to cut in my Partitioner deck. What? And I argued. Oh, no. Is this going to be another one of these? I hope not. Continue. Uh, so I want you to add this Simic card. Two colorless Simic, Master Biomancer. Oh. Creature Elf Wizard, 2-4. And I want you to know, I pivoted to this at the last second because I was going to go Blightsteel because you're a moron for not having Blightsteel in an Infect deck. I don't own a Blightsteel. I'm not going to pay really? $80 for one. No. They're $80? I think so. Oh, God. Anyways, this is a lot cheaper. It's <laughs> like $350. <laughs> uh, so it's a Creature Elf Wizard Mythic, 2-4. Each other creature you control ETBs uh, with a number of additional plus one plus one counters on it equal to Master Biomancer's power and is a mutant in addition to its other types. Nature is a wonderful engineer, but works far too slowly for my taste. And in the bonus round, I think I have one of these. And on top of that, uh, Blightsteel is down to 26, so I will there be buying go. one this weekend. <laughs> um, and so I think this card, we, we've hit it a few different times to where... 
Your creatures are one to two power, maybe three, and the four plus power costs like six, seven, eight uh -huh. mana. Uh, they're a little expensive. So at least with Master Biomancer, your early mid plays are coming in. They're a little bit bigger, right. not broken, but now they're hitting for a little bit bigger. Atraxa comes out. They get a little bit bigger. Their infect grows right. a little bit bigger. Yeah, yeah. It, it just works on every single cylinder. Um, I And I think this is a card that if... When people realize you're playing Infect, they want to save the removal for the Infect, infect that's going yeah. to kill them, not the thing that's just buffing them. Right, but right, then if right. you just keep buffing throughout the game, it's going to take a board wipe for them to do anything. And to your point about its ability with the counters, I need other stuff to do with Proliferate, right? Mm -hmm. And I think this this does it. This turns Atraxa when she comes into a 6-6 six, six, and at the end of the turn a 7-7, seven, seven, yep. which is bonkers, um, as we talked about many times before. I'm in. I'm in for the cheap. I what was your most expensive card here? Five bucks? Uh, no, Teferi's fifteen. Oh, still, that's relatively budget. But yeah, yeah. no, I, I agree with you for sure. Um, makes fearable elder bigger too. Plays right into everything else that we're looking for. Yeah, good, good call. Great call. Thank you. Do I have one of these? I think I might trade. You probably do. I think I, I mean, do. It is. It did come from Commander sixteen. If you don't, I do. Yeah. I don't, because I kept it in my petitioner deck. Cowards! And these cowards are at the end of the episode, and as promised, here details about our giveaway from our sponsor, Level 1 Game Shop. We're giving away both of the Zendikar Rising Commander decks, uh, plus a CMD Tower playmat and a pack of sleeves. To enter, it's extremely simple. Just help promote the content we produce. You get an entry for every interaction you do with us on social media, following our YouTube account, all that good stuff. Uh, we will announce the winner on MTG Action 4 News. November 3rd and social media soon after. And yes, I know what you're thinking. These giveaways will happen every single month, just as long as you guys keep supporting us and Level 1 Gaming. We would love some five-star reviews, some sweet comments. Maybe a Mr. B sent me here. Uh, can't wait to see what the Army does this Friday, which would be a week ago. Uh, time continuum. <laughs> um, and Because uh, that just helps the algorithms help other people find our content. If you would like to actually get in touch with us and find more ways you can enter into the contest, here's how you can do that. You can reach me at Mr. Combo 5 on Twitter, all spelled out, except for the five. Big Tuck, where can they infect your timeline? Ooh, I like it. Um, you can find me at Big Tuck Tweeting on the tweeters. And this week, I think I logged in a double digits amount of times. What? Made comments, Whoa. did some retweets. Uh, it's kind of like a good break. Did, did for you me. change your profile picture? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> why, would I, why would I? It's madness. No. What about your background? Can I? No, it's do, in, do you have a banner? Is that a thing? Oh, oh yeah, I think it's ours. Sure. No, why would I change that either? Consistency. <laughs> You can follow our main account on Twitter as well, at CMD Tower. We also have a website, cmdtower.com, where we will have the deck list, and Big Tuck will have the article ready. Uh, basically, all you got to type in is Core Prowler Mortify Decimator Web Tower.com. Ooh, sensual. Squee McGee, if people want to find out how to get a hold of your Manolith commentary, how would they do that? Oh, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram at Rich Chaos Records. You can find me on Twitter at Deer Squee, uh, preferred method still, uh, Deer Squee <laughs> at cmdtower.com. Uh, the Deer Squee article series is going better than I thought it was. The so, electronic uh, mail. Uh, I'm going to call out to the collective and anybody else that's listening that's not a part of the collective, keep sending me those questions. I really enjoy answering them. I'm having a lot of fun with this article series, so let's keep it going. Email me. Yeah. He can handle all your audio needs and does have a full studio. If you ever do come in the Kansas City metro area, he can also help you out with your audio editing remotely. Uh, just remember, mass required sideburns required yeah yeah okay 100 i was gonna say no sideburns are optional you have to you have to shave them 
Oh, when you come in here. Yeah. When you oh, come wow. in, you have to shave it. And Adios. It'll, it'll go to so, like. So you're saying sideburns are actually a, a deferent. You so can't you're come also, into this house like, without sideburns. No mask. Wait, you can't no come burns. into this house with sideburns. You're, you're, you're also kiboshing no his rockabilly recording opportunities. So, so wait, hold on. Not it's, to mention, I have sideburns. Do I have to leave? Yes. It's it's no no mask, no burns, no service. Like it. Boom. What about beard only, no sideburns? I think you're. I think it's too risky. I think it's too risky. Because you're only going to get the hipsters. Yeah. See. But the the hipsters have the sideburns. Nobody has no sideburns. Nobody grows a beard and doesn't keep their sideburns. Well, I, well, a beard without sideburns is just a goatee, right? No, no, no. I'm talking sideburns down to like the bottom of your ear. Oh, that's clean and clear. All right, the Godfather's what, in. What? Twenty years ago? No wonder you had a beard. No wonder he knows. He's lived here. He pipe, knows how this pipe works. Down over there. <laughs> uh, if you would like to support the show as well as hook up our sponsor with the orders you're already doing, head over to level1gameshop.com. When you place an order in the order notes, just type in CMD Towers to know that you came from The Collective. Uh, outside of their own storefront, they do have a great TCG store. They sell singles. They sell sealed product. They sell everything you need. Uh, hook them up because it helps them know that uh, it's worth actually helping us. But if you would like to put some dollars in our cup uh you should head over to our patreon patreon.com slash cmd tower we have several different reward tiers from as simple as getting access into the discord to uh hopefully getting us to our stretch goal of 50 patrons so we can start having one of the collective on brews and builds each month uh plus every tier does give you additional entries into the monthly giveaways and i will saying the collective is out in force when it comes to social media <laughs> and Adrian, they're winning a lot of these giveaways uh someone needs to really put spencer rabbits in his place Ooh. know your place <laughs> rabbits <laughs> rabbits um if you guys can't help us out from a monthly perspective but would still like to pick up some of the sweet swag Head over to our store, cmdtower.com slash merch. Uh, we have everything on there. Of course, we give patrons first crack, but usually within two weeks to a month afterwards, we do make it open to the general public. Uh, shipping's still a flat three bucks no matter what you buy. So stock up. Uh, so you stock up. Um, and we still have over 400 packs of sleeves. Good. Please take them. <laughs> take them, please. Need, we need Anybody. you to take these. And of course, thank you again to Pink Royal for the music provided in the episode. So Big Tuck. Attracts us, damn with the sickness. Oh, I was just saying that. Ooh, ah! I saw you coming. I was like, is there a bomb out to go off? Uh, in my pants. Yeah, no kidding. About to be in my microwave. Turtle dove. Oh, I'm so hungry. So, uh, yeah, you know, I think I've only played this maybe four times since I built really? it. Yeah, it doesn't come out that often, uh, mostly because it's just like another arch enemy deck. Um, though, the other times I played it, I think one or two of them it went off. Um, it just needs some. It needs some TLC. Like it needs a little more optimization. It needs probably could use like a chromatic lantern in there somewhere. Sure. Um, but it's hard because like we've talked about before, if you start chipping away from all the infect cards, then you kind of like lose its spirit. So, yeah. um, I think you had some really good cuts in there. Uh, I liked the fairy bit. So yeah. So like I think with the I think like cutting out some of that stuff that's more just kind of like I put it in here for the lulls. Yeah. We'll help it turn into a deck that's not like a top tier, but something that's a little bit more consistent. Well, and I think. I think that's kind of the goal when we start doing these bottle cappings with decks that 
aren't decks that we just despise or decks that yeah. we love. It's like, well, how can I just make it to where I'm actually excited to kind of want to play it? Mm -hmm. But it also doesn't make it like to where everyone at the, I mean, everyone's going to groan when they see this. Yeah, of course. Uh, and but, it attracts a deck, really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's not going to make it to where everyone sees it and they're like, God, it's Big Tux attracts a deck. Kind of like people do with my Planeswalker deck. I mean, Super <laughs> Friends, they sit down in front of your regular friends and it's just like, oh, it's Super Friends. we got to watch out for this. Right. Uh, but when it's my Super Friends deck, people are like, kill this yeah, SOB. Kill him! Kill <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I think definitely what we've said, some of the cuts I don't agree with 100%, but I do think the Elish Norn slam dunk, Faber Elder slam, slam dunk, dunk yeah. Master Biomancer slam dunk, and yeah. I think the Teferi's a slam dunk. Yeah, I agree with that. The, the Rolesque and Hatred. They're cute. They're a little more slimy, yes. if you will. Yeah, uh, But the rest of these are, I would actually kind of call them Crazy. It's crazy. Bye-bye.